this is Scott. I'm with my friend John. How's it going, man? Great. And I have a question for you. Sure. Who has it harder when it comes to dating, men or women? Men. Why is that? Uh, because uh, men have to stir up the confidence to approach the woman. And women don't get to do that? Well, men are always looking for and women aren't. And that's harder? Yes. Thank you very much. On yeah. to the next one. You All right. It, man. Here we go. <laughs> I'm here with my friend Jeannie. And Jeannie, who has it harder when it comes to dating men or women? Women. Why? Because they have to find the perfect guy. And guys don't have to find any perfect women. We'll just settle for anybody who's wearing a skirt. Exactly. And you think that makes it harder for women? Yeah, because they're all the all guys want are one thing. Huh. And, and women? They care. Women, they want Mr. Right. They want the gentleman. But as long as the woman is just, you know, basically has an XX chromosome, the guy's good? What? Say that again. <laughs> as long as basically she's female, that's good enough for a guy? Oh, yeah. As long as she walks. <laughs> All right. Well, I guess that's good. Thank you. I'm here with my friend Rusty. How's it going, man? Great. Long time no talk. Yeah, I know. Who has it harder when it comes to dating, men or women? I'm not a woman. I wouldn't know. So you don't really see men as having much of a hard time? No. So you wouldn't really have the other frame of reference, so your answer is pretty much no contest? Pretty much. Very good. Thank you. <laughs> I guess the hardest thing would be trying to figure out what to do with them. Women or men? For men to figure out what they're going to do with the women on the date. Yeah, oh yeah, I think that's probably true. Good one. Okay, I'm here with my friend Carlitos. Carlitos, who has it more difficult when it comes to dating, men or women? Men. Why is that? Because men don't grow up until they're at least 30. And women, they're pretty much born uh, into adulthood? No. No, but they're, they grow into adulthood faster than we do. And that makes it harder on the dating? Absolutely. Why is that? Because we're clueless. Yeah, that would make things pretty difficult if you're pretty freaking clueless. Nice. Hey, 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 this is Scott again, and I'm here with my friend Billy, and Billy is a professional BMX racer. How cool is that? Pretty cool. Well, here's another question that probably isn't as cool as being a professional BMX racer, but I want your opinion just the same. Ready? Sure. Who has it harder when it comes to dating, men or women? Men. Why is that? Because we have to do all the asking, usually. Oh, really? And that's hard? Sure. Anything else to add? No. Thank you very much. Live from the mysterious, mist-enshrouded mountaintop fortress that is X&Y Communications Headquarters, you're listening to X&Y on the Fly, the dating podcast, with your hosts, Scott and Emily. Absolutely. Here we are, another episode of X and Y on the Fly. This is episode number 33. My name's Scott McKay. And I'm Emily McKay. And I'll tell you what, Emily... You know, we had that episode about the Battle of the Flowers a few times ago. Yes. And it was just me and you back and forth. That's right, it was. And we had such good response from that that we figured it was time to come up with another battle that you and I could go mano a mano on. Well, that was so much fun, so I'm looking forward to today. Yeah, and what are we going to do? Well, as you heard from all the interviews at the front end of this show, we're going to talk about who's got it tougher. Boys have it easier. You think boys have it easier? Yeah. Well, I'll tell you what, 
who's got it tougher? Men or women, boys or girls, whatever you want to call them, men, women, female, male, who's got it tougher when it comes to dating and relationships? Who's got the harder time when it comes to meeting women or men? Who's got it harder when it comes to actually having relationships, maintaining relationships, maybe even who's got it harder in life? Yeah. We could just cover the whole thing, the whole enchilada coming at you today. And you know, joining us as special guests on this show are none other than our dogs. Gracie. And Cosmo. I would say Gracie's got it harder than Cosmo. Why? Well, Gracie's got to lay in there with all the new puppies all the time nursing. (laughs) She's working all the time. We've got five new puppies and Cosmo gets to run around in the backyard barking at things and Gracie's got to kind of hang out with the puppies. Yeah, Cosmo, he doesn't have anything to do other than hang out with us. Well, that's a good thing if you're a dog. Yeah, he has it easy. That's right. If it's a dog's life, then Cosmo's living the dream. He is. living it up. But how about you and me and how about the rest of the people out there? When you're a homo sapien, right? When you're a human being, things aren't necessarily so easy as they are for dogs. No, we matched them up so they didn't have to think about it. Well, you know what? You say guys have it easier. Yeah, of course. Why do you think guys have it easier? Well, you all get to approach us or you get to go into a room full of women and decide who you want to ask out. And that's easy? Yes. Well, you know what? I would agree with you as long as a guy has gotten over what's called approach anxiety. If a guy is horrified of women, then it is absolutely more difficult for him to go meet women because women have this luxury in many ways of waiting for the guys to approach them. Now, we do live in the 21st century, and there are women who approach men But still not as many. I mean, social mores, at least here in the Western Hemisphere, and I think pretty much worldwide, say the women are approached by men. And certainly there's a lot of guys out there willing to approach women. So if you're a guy who doesn't feel comfortable going and making the first move and meeting women, life gets real bad real quickly. Well, think about it. Men who are like that make it difficult for us women. How's that? Well, let me paint this picture for you. Mm -hmm. Here we are. We're in a room full of other people. That's right. We do everything we can to look great. We do our hair, our nails, our our clothes, whatever you want to think of. Sure. And put on a smile and kind of look cute. And then we have to wait for y'all to ask us. And we may find someone really cute across the room, and we would like for him to come and invite us out. And we're waiting, and we're trying to do all our little subtle little hints to get you to come and ask us out. And if Uh you have approach anxiety... (laughs) What do we do? We're just out of luck. Men don't have the capacity overall. I mean, as a gender, as a whole race of guys, generally we're terrible at reading subtle hints. Yeah, we have to hit you with the two by four. Right. And, you know, a lot of guys and gals are both screaming at their computers right now, just going, ladies, just ask the guys for the attention. Just go up and meet them. Get to know them. But, you know, that adds another bit of complexity to this entire conversation. Right. Now, Just to kind of tie up the last point, I believe that if a guy has conquered approach anxiety, it's easy for him. I agree. Okay? Because then, first of all, most of your male peers are horrified of the women. Right. Second of all, you become a chooser instead of a chaser. Mm -hmm. If a guy is going and actually picking the women he wants to meet, he's got the first choice. Right. See, a lot of times we're told that women are the choosers and men are the chasers in society because women can choose from among many men who are approaching them. Mm-hmm. Well, but they have to choose a guy who has approached them first. Correct. Then they have a choice amongst those guys. Right. But the first choice is by the guy. 
Because the guy decides who he's going to go talk to. I agree with that. Now, on to your next point, which is women generally are not going to go hit guys upside the head with a two-by-four and say, hey, look, I'm attracted to you. Give me attention. I think women have it more difficult when it comes to dating and relationships because of the sexual mores involved. Right, because we don't want to come across as too forward or being desperate and approaching y'all directly generally scares y'all off. Well, I don't know if it's about the desperation thing, because that can affect both men and women. Right. I think that's equal opportunity. I think it's women don't want to be branded a slut. Yeah, but men aren't even interested when you approach them. Well, it could be because men want to be in the leadership position, even if they don't even realize it. And women, y'all do want us to approach you first, because you want us to lead. Right. And you know, a lot of our hints are pretty pretty strong and it still doesn't get picked <laughs> know, up right? on you know we'll send our girlfriends over to come and talk to y'all right. we even send our girlfriends over to go hey you know see my friend over there why don't you go ask her out or why don't you ask her to dance she's exactly. she's lonely you know we'll use our girlfriends to to actually do the work for us and we still don't get it no it's an animation <laughs> it's just total blindness to the issue something i'm telling you but let's go back for a second about the sexual moray thing because I think this is important. Yes. If a guy has sex with hundreds of women. Right. He's a hero. Well, to men. Well, to yeah, to his buddies. Right. And, well, actually, that's a funny thing because guys think that if they haven't had a whole lot of sexual experience, women aren't going to like them either. Oh, I like them. Most of us women like men like that more. Yeah, that's true, guys. If you're a virgin and you're of advanced age, please don't think that women are going to automatically disqualify you because of that. Women think differently than we do. But anyway, here's this guy. He's, um, you know, Mr. PUA. He's a ladies' man. He has bedded down a bunch of chicks. Well, society in general isn't going to slap him for that. Meanwhile, if a woman even looks like she enjoys sex, let alone having had sex with, I guess, more than the one guy that she's ever met who she was married to and made babies with, she, in her own mind, is going to say, well, people are going to think I'm a slut if they know I'm sexually forward. Right. And women have to deal with this from the very minute they meet a guy. And I think that puts a lot of pressure on them. I think it makes it more difficult to be a woman because how's a woman supposed to meet a guy? How's a woman supposed to act towards a guy when you've got that kind of pressure on you? Right. Well, for us, it's a balance. We try to look sensual and sexy and appealing right. without coming across as slutty. Yeah. And it's hard to do. There's got to be a balance there, and surely women dress the part because they want to attract a guy sexually, and then all of a sudden they can't be sexual. (laughs) That's true. Now let's look at it from the other side a second, and here, segue to the next point. Guys have it more difficult, I think, in that we have a situation now where the feminists and basically the different politically correct factions have said, hey, look, you know what? All male behavior is bad behavior. If you even go up to a woman and are sexually attracted, make any advances at all to try to ask her out or whatever, that could be called sexual harassment. You could lose your job. You could get fired. um, You could get put in jail. All of this stuff simply because you were a guy who was interested in a woman. Yeah, the... um the different activists out there have really messed up the dating world in so many different ways. That's right. Because, you know, the statistics are about 80% of people who actually get together mm-hmm. have actually met... At work. Directly or indirectly from work-related activities. Or friends. That's yeah. right. I was reading something similar to that that said only like 13% or whatever have met out in social situations like bars and clubs. Do you know how many have met on the street 
in public just by meeting each other, a guy having the guts to go meet her? I haven't seen the numbers on that. One percent. Wow. Yes. One so, percent actually met by chance. That's incredible. So when you take these activists mm -hmm. who are telling us, well, you're not allowed to so much as acknowledge that there's genders in the workforce. Yeah, sexual chemistry at all. Everybody's neutered. Everyone's. That's right. You know, of no female or male origin. That's right. You mess things up in society. Yeah. And there, you know, we've talked about this before. Two neuter people cannot attract each other sexually. Look, if we neutered Cosmo over there <laughs> and spayed Gracie, there's not going to be any puppies. No. Well, I'll we had to force Cosmo. it. You know, all bets are off with Cosmo anyway. Yeah. Um, <laughs> we had to sort of AI Gracie there to get her, uh, get her going there. <laughs> but anyway, that notwithstanding, guys are horrified to even mention the fact that they're male in the presence of a female. You know, it's not unlike racial tension. If you're perceived to be an oppressed race, those who are perceived to be of the oppressing race have got to walk on eggshells. Whereas the people in the oppressed race can kind of get away with saying whatever they want. Right. And a lot of times you have these shows where they're doing the man bashing. You don't see any woman bashing shows. No. It's because guys are the ones in this culture who have to walk on the eggshells. And we've talked about this before, and it makes it harder for men to know what to do, even if they're expected to approach women. Okay, now the pressure's on us to do it. How do we do that without coming across as a sexual harasser? That's why a bunch of guys are ending up in the dreaded Just Be Friend zone, because even when they do approach women, they have to be neuter in their own minds when they do it. But that's not what women want. No, i, I tell you what my take is on that, because I've been approached at work before, too. And, you know, some cases I wasn't, of course, a lot of cases I wasn't interested. Mm -hmm. And other cases it would have been nice if I had been asked out. So what do you do? This is my take. If you approach a woman, let her know how you feel. Right. And ask her out. And she turns you down. Then you just let it be. That's right. You don't push. You don't push. Where it becomes, in my opinion, sexual harassment is when you keep pushing for that date. Or the worst part is whether you've even asked her or not that you do these sexual innuendos. That's mm -hmm. the worst thing you can That's do. That's right. Yeah, but I think still a lot of guys think, you know, it, there's a zero tolerance policy at work and there's got to be a zero tolerance policy in the rest of the world because that's how I've been trained. So if you talk to a lot of guys, and I've seen this on YouTube videos, I've seen this on other bits of dating advice here and there, guys are all universally saying, even sharp guys, you know, even guys who would be attractive to women are saying, hey, look, I need pretty much a woman to flat out tell me she's interested. I need some kind of IOI, you know, indicator but of interest that's huge for me to even approach. But what's interesting is the sexual harassment has been turned around also against us women. Lately, yes. So even when I was single and at work, I mm -hmm. was very conscientious of that myself. Yeah, but I still think it weighs heavier on guys. Yeah, but really there's been cases where this has actually happened to women as well. Understood. So it goes both ways, in my opinion. Well, what about this? How about when you go on a first date, guys are expected to pay? You know, if guys are the ones who have to bankroll all this dating, I think that makes it harder for guys. And let's face it, women aren't just going to volunteer to pay for half of it, usually. Right. Well, if you're on a budget, there's all kinds of ways to keep it inexpensive. Yeah, I'd agree with that. I mean, there's really no excuse. My sister and I had this conversation once because yep. a few of my dates wanted me to pay for for the both of us. <laughs> what, your sister and you? No, uh, no, no, no. For me, the, <laughs> for me and the guy who wanted to go out with me. Yeah, I know what you're talking about. But uh, 
Well, that's just cheap. Right. And the excuse is they can't afford it. Well, in that case, go somewhere else. You need to figure something out. Yeah, guys, look. Okay, if you're moaning and complaining and saying, oh, my gosh, it's so much harder for guys because we have to pay for everything. Hey, look, you know what? Dinner and a movie sucks anyway. Go out and do something that is kind of what you're going to be doing anyway. Take her with you. Enjoy getting to know each other because that's what it's all about. Right. Unless she's a gold digger, unless she wants a meal ticket, that's going to be a better date anyway. Right. For example, what does it cost to take someone to a park? Nothing. Nothing. Bring a picnic for you to share together and it costs less than 20 bucks. Correct. Or if you want, just do it between lunch and dinner for a couple hours and just take a stroll or a bike ride through the park. Yeah, just something to be together. Didn't cost you anything. That's right. But you got creative and you still got to be on a date and have fun. That's right. And that's what that's about. That's right. To know each other. You know, guys, don't let that be a limitation for you. It's an excuse. Yeah. Now, when you go on a date with a woman, just like Emily was saying, and you expect her to pay for both of you, well, that's that's cheesy. <laughs> it's worse than cheesy. <laughs> it's worse <laughs> this way. They never ever got a second date. Yeah, that, that's crazy. And guys, watch out for women who change the coffee date at the last minute to saying, hey, can you meet me at the Outback Steakhouse and said, because my blood sugar is really low and I've got to eat. Yeah, well, that's, you know, you've got a gold digger on your hands there. You got someone that's wants some a free meal ticket for the day. Yeah, exactly. Well, a lot of guys are also saying, hey, look, you know what? When the date happens, women expect me to have the plan. You know, I've got to go plan everything. Otherwise, she's going to think I'm a guy who doesn't know how to lead. And but if you don't want to plan it, you're just plain lazy. I agree. I think, guys, you know what? You have it better if you're going to plan because what? You're going to be at the whim of this woman? You're going to let her lead you around by the nose all night? Uh-uh. Listen to what her needs and wants are. Listen to what her preferences are. And then you plan the date based on which of those preferences she has that you would also enjoy. You're doing what you want to do, and she's going to love it anyway. Yeah. That's a guy, that's in the guy's corner, I think. If, that's a checkbox for the guys. If you let us do the planning, you might end up doing window shopping and have, not having fun. Oh, darn skippy. <laughs> and end up at the restaurant that you don't want to be at. Oh, I've got a great date, she says. Let's go shoe shopping for me. Oh, fantastic. Yeah, I need a pair of shoes. Next. You know what? We were on an interview the other day for Virtuosity and for the new online dating domination program. Right. And we coined a new term. The uh, next step in dating. The next step. Yeah, the next step is to say next. Ah. Uh, the next step. Mm -hmm. Yeah, pretty funny. Probably was funnier in context. but Probably. Yeah, I know. Even though everybody's out there groaning, they're going to use it. <laughs> <laughs> it's going to be in their lexicon and they're going to use it. All right. So what about pregnancy, see? Women can get pregnant. Right. <laughs> that's not good. If they don't want to be pregnant, that's a pitfall in dating that women have to deal with that men don't. I don't why is it men don't have to deal with it? I think they do. Well, they don't have to deal with carrying the kid for nine months. No, but they should have to deal with the fact of not letting it happen to begin with. Well, I agree with that. But I think if you're going to say, okay, unwanted pregnancies, who's got it harder, men or women? I think women, women. have it harder than men when it comes to that. Oh, yeah, because I'm on that IamPregnant.com site, and mm -hmm. it's amazing how many women are on there who are single, who are thoroughly happy and blissfully saying how great the relationship is and how mm -hmm. things are going along nicely the first couple of months, and all of a sudden, bam, he's gone. He's gone, Yeah. So that doesn't make it right that the guy's not involved with the pregnancy at all. But I would say potentially, if you're talking about where to draw the line, who's got it harder, who's got it easier, in that situation, that is something men don't have to directly deal with. Correct. Now, here's the other side of the coin, right? Right. Men 
can't go claim pregnancy and use pregnancy or claims of pregnancy as a weapon against women. True. Whereas, you know, women can slap paternity on a man to get money out of him or for whatever manipulative intention she has with him. And guys have to wait for the DNA test or whatever, and they have to be subject to that. And some women out there have been known to do this, as much as we don't like to admit it. True. Where if you have a good income and you make a great ticket for child support. That's right. And, you know, we have guys like Harry Crouch from uh, paternityfraud.org and places like that who talk about this. But I think that's something women have in their favor. Nowadays, yes. It used to be, it wasn't like that in the past. Now, it isn't a very nice thing to do. But like I said, just like men don't have to directly deal with pregnancy, women don't have to directly deal with false paternity accusations or false maternity accusations. It's a right. silly thought. So this is kind of a shoe that can be worn on the different foot depending on how you look at it. Okay, so let's talk about physical appearance. Okay. Now, I think a woman, if she looks good, she's going to get guys. You think so? I, I do. I don't know about that. Well, guys are very appearance-oriented. All a woman has to do is look pretty, and you know she doesn't even have to worry about her personality. She's going to get a bunch of guys. Well, she for may, better or worse. She may get guys to approach her, but that's different from actually being asked out. Yeah, well, a lot of times if a guy actually has a self-esteem and he has higher standards, as soon as the woman opens her mouth and isn't very nice, he'll go next. But I still think that if a woman looks pretty, she's got most of the battle won already. Yeah, but, you know, looking pretty is really hard. That's what I'm saying, though. Yeah. I don't necessarily think this means women have it easier. No, you guys have it easier. You just put on a pair of slacks and a t-shirt and run out of the house and we're having to spend two hours doing our hair and everything else. All right, well, we've got several different issues going on here. So let's break it down. All right. All right, a woman has to look good. Whereas a guy, if he does the best with what he's got, which I guess is hard for some guys to pull off, you would think, by looking, that's all women want from him. So he doesn't have to be naturally this gorgeous guy, as women would call him. He can just basically dress well carry himself well he can learn to be more attractive personality style well you know you take a guy who actually looks good or even looks great and he can totally destroy it for himself that's happened for me yeah well that's that's true i mean i had a guy who i was truly interested in i didn't know him exactly and we had made plans to actually meet and go out with a a bunch of friends and we were going to the park to play I forgot what game they were going to play the boys were playing like tag football or whatever it was so it was a casual event but he went, like, to the extreme of what casual really should be. And this really was basically a first-time meeting almost. I think we just vaguely met mm-hmm. and didn't know each other. So to me, it's important that a guy make the effort to impress me, at least to try to look good the first time he meets me. And this guy went out of his way to look ragged. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's not good. He had one of those sweat towels they tucked into his back pocket that hung right. out and just, like, flapped around and... Yeah, but if you're playing flag football, you have to have that. Well, he didn't have to, like, stick it in his back pocket. He could have put it in his car. Oh, you mean while he was hanging out with you? When he came to meet me and say hello. Yeah, well, that's not good. We met at McDonald's, and from there we're supposed to go to the park. Yeah, well, that's a, <laughs> meeting you at McDonald's. I mean, <laughs> wow, this is just going out of the frying pan hey, into the fire. But we were teenagers, okay? Oh, well, then, see, all bets are off. No, we were older teenagers. We were like 18, 19 years old. All bets are still off. No, no, no. My no. point here is he, that... He was very attractive until he dressed like total rags 
and this is a first time actually dating or pretty much meeting each other. He totally ruined it for himself because he went out of his way to look bad. Well, you know, that's a little bit beside the point of what I'm talking about here. I mean, granted, some guys just don't have a clue. But see, if a woman does not look good, that's pretty much it. Game over for most guys. Now, a guy can learn how to be more attractive. He can do something about how he carries himself. So that's the good news. As long as they're willing to do some of the heavy lifting involved in getting there and being a better man. Whereas if a woman is physically unattractive, it is game over. I mean, if she tries to put lipstick on and get herself made up, if she doesn't look good, she doesn't have a chance. Whereas just about any ugly guy can have a chance by learning how to be cool, learning how to be stylish, doing the best with what he's got, getting some game. I disagree. I think most every woman out there has the capability of looking good. Oh, I mean, you're sure about that? Look at these extreme makeovers. They've had some extreme makeovers where they didn't even use surgeries, but basically changed hairstyles and things of that nature, things that we all are capable of doing, and made a woman who was not so great look fabulous. And in my opinion, most women are capable of that. Well, you got to remember, when they do the makeovers... It's women doing this to other women based on what women think looks good. If you're a woman and you're just not sexy, you can't just build that into your personality and overcome everything in the looks department. Not as easily. Again, there's always middle ground here and there are never any absolutes. But generally speaking, a guy is going to look at a woman's natural looks and go, okay or not okay. Whereas a woman can overcome that more easily when considering a guy. Yes, granted. We're not talking absolutes. There's always going to be exceptions, and there are women who you meet them if you're a guy and go, eh, she's not all that great, but as soon as she opens her mouth and you get to know her, she goes up a few notches in the attraction department. Hey, it happens, but I'm saying if you're an ugly guy, you can get over that easier than a woman can if she's just flat out ugly. Yeah, y'all have it easier there. Now, I will say this. It's easier for a woman to have a great body without trying than it is for a man. For a guy to have a great body, he's got to go to the gym and he's got to do strength training. A woman does not have to do strength training. She does not have to work out in the gym if she's been naturally blessed with a great body. Well, yeah. That's in the plus column for women in the easiness department. Unless, of course, you weren't blessed with a great body as a woman. Then, of course, it's easier for guys because guys can do something about it. Well, women can too. We can go to the gym. Well, what I'm saying is if you weren't born with, say, the 7 to 10 hip ratio or your bust size isn't mm, what you want it to be. at all where you want it to be. I mean, again, what the media is telling women that they should be like and what guys really want, there can be a wild variation there. Right. So, I mean, if a woman's basically got, you know, an inverted chest, I mean, she's beyond flat, she can't do something about that without surgery. Right. Whereas a guy, if he's a little too skinny and his you know, arms are like pencils, he can go do something about it. But there's also women out there who just, once they hit puberty and once they mature as women, they've got everything they need. They don't have to go to a gym. Now, of course, if they ate cheesecakes three or four times a day, you know, whole cheesecakes three or four times a day, then maybe we'd have a problem. No, maybe that's what I should buy the next time we shop. (laughs) Maybe you should, but (laughs) you're eight months pregnant. We're not talking about you here. You can eat whatever you want. Most people, man or woman, don't have that luxury. But if you're a woman with a great body, you can basically do nothing. No, I think most women feel like they have too much weight and would like to lose it. No matter if she's five pounds overweight or 
10 or 30 pounds overweight, most women feel they have to lose it. Now, you bring up a good point because I think most women are tolerant of more weight on a guy than a guy would be of a woman. And that is so true. I've met men, I've known men who are friends of mine, mm-hmm. who were over, not overweight, but they were a little more chunky. chunky. Yeah. But wanted their woman Stocky. to be... Yeah. Wanted their woman to be absolutely pristinely perfect in the weight department. Yeah, right. Which I thought was just crazy. Now, I don't think most guys really want skinny, skinny women. No. But I don't think they'll deal with, say, 40, 50, 60 pounds overweight quite as easily as a woman would on the right guy. Right. I think that's basically what I'm talking about. And I'll also say this. Women are talking about having to get gussied up and get their nails done. A lot more guys like a natural-looking woman who doesn't have to do all that heavy lifting to get herself to look better than you all would think. That's true. I'm very surprised by that, but that is true. Now, I think you could also say if a woman looks better made up, that's in the plus department for a woman because she can become more attractive by doing those things, whereas guys don't have that option. And I know plenty of women who, when they're not made up, I wouldn't consider them. But when they do get made up, they do take better care of themselves. Like the makeover you were talking about, Mm -hmm. they do look better. Guys don't generally have that option. Yeah, they can go get the metrosexual thing done. They can improve how they get dressed. But as far as makeup and (laughs) doing things to the extent that women can do, I don't think they have that advantage. if you men have that one acne that just popped up overnight from stress and it's this big red blotch on your face. Yeah, we kind of have to deal with it. You don't want to put foundation on it. No, we do not put foundation (laughs) on it. Great example. But yeah, a lot of women say, hey, look, I've got to get gussied up in order to make an impression on a first date. I don't think you really have to. I think at the end of the day, it comes down to men and women looking their best without going overboard. We all have to make an effort. Right. So I don't know. Where do I stand? I think in some ways. I think it's kind of equal. I think it's kind of equal. I think there are men who have it harder and they make it harder on themselves. I think most notably in the approach anxiety department. Mm-hmm. I think that is the real kicker. Guys, all you have to do to have it easier than women in the dating department, from my perspective, is to get over meeting women. Just realize that they're going to probably respond better to you than you think. Oh, it's, we love it. We love when guys yeah, are not just afraid have some of us. Class. They want to come over and just enjoy our company and laugh and just have a good time. Yeah, together. don't be rude or sex focused. Just get over the approach anxiety and you will have it made when it comes to dating in most areas. It'd make us feel good. That's right. If you'd like to email us, we welcome that. My email address is scot at date to order dot com. Scott at date to order dot com. D A T E T O O R D E R dot com. And I'm Emily at DateToOrder.com. That's E-M-I-L-Y. And you can also send us a voicemail. We're getting some better voicemails from you all, and we plan on using those in future shows. When you voicemail us, please have a specific question that you think would be valuable to all of our listeners. And please keep your message concise. Say where you're from and also give us your email address so we can send you a prize for participating. That voicemail line is 24-7 available to you because no one's ever going to answer it. It's just for voicemail. And yes, by the way, you do get a chance to re-record if you mess up. So we're not in the business of making fun of you or anything here. We, we do edit these things. That number is 210-362-4400. Plus one if you're outside the United States. We actually have had a couple callers from outside the U.S., which is amazing to us, but that's great. Plus one. Two one zero three six two forty four hundred. And Emily, you have a MySpace. I do. What's your MySpace? Emily S. McKay. 
And mine is actually X underscore and underscore Y. That's actually the X and Y communications one. Please do uh, make yourself a friend. Also, our Frapper map, F-R-A-P-P-R.com. We have a map, and more and more of you are pinning yourselves to that. And uh, go to Frapper.com front slash X-A-N-D-Y for X and Y and pin yourself. As always, we want you to join our newsletter. You can do that by visiting the newly redesigned www.deservewhatyouwant.com. Sign up for our newsletter. You'll enjoy it. We send it out about every week. You can also join Emily's newsletter. That's right, Keys to Bliss. That's right, and that's emily at aweber.com, A-W-E-B-E-R.com, to get on board with that. Guys, if you haven't seen the Virtuosity Program for Men, there's a huge banner for that at our main site. Please check that out. Virtuosity is a program that already has over 40 hours worth of audio on it from over two dozen of the world's greatest experts in dating and seduction for you guys. And it's all focused on making you the best man you can possibly be to get the greatest women you can possibly get. And that alone sets it apart from anything else you've ever seen in terms of advanced series for men. Until episode 34, where we're going to have another guest for you. My name is Scott McKay. And I'm Emily McKay. Be good. And have fun. Copyright 2007, X and Y Communications, Worldwide Media Casting Network. Visit Scott and Emily on the web and get the X and Y Communications newsletter at www.deservewhatyouwant.com. You can also join Emily's newsletter just for the ladies at www.keystobliss.com. Also, be sure to check out the brand new Dating Cast on iTunes or at www.x-net-media.com. This is Ed Roy Odom, and you've been listening to the X and Y on the Fly Dating Podcast.